Hi, everyone, and welcome to Grieving Normal, where we talk about all things parenting and autism. Join us as we laugh, share, and connect on this journey we're on together. What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of Grieving Normal, where we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, just being able to take care of yourself and, you know, just go ahead and get that work done for you. Yes. So we're we're excited again to uh, just go ahead and dive into um today's segment and yeah and also bittersweet this is our last episode of this season we are just before we even start we are so grateful we are so appreciative we are so thankful that you guys even consider our voice important enough to listen to and to be consistent and to come back and to listen, tune in every week with us. Mm-hmm. This was a big deal for us. This was, you know, this is so outside of what we do. And it took a lot of, a lot of a lot yeah. <laughs> to get to this point. But we knew we had something. We knew there was something to our journey. Our, I always say God is not a wasteful God. The mm-hmm. things we go through all serve a purpose, you know. And for um, those who don't know the scripture, He all things work together for our good. So mm-hmm. we take everything in stride. We take everything and we know it's going to amount to something. So we did not choose this path, but this path was ordained for us. This path was destined for us. And we're going to take it and we're going to run with it. We're going to run with the um, yeah. baton. Doom, 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 oh. doom. We're going to run. <laughs> and we're going to just, you know, flourish. And I hope that I hope that this, this podcast has done something for you, has spoken to something to you, has inspired you, has motivated you. And I hope that we can continue on with each other. Right. This was, honestly, it was when we really actually sat down and said that we were going to do it. I was like, man, this is a really vulnerable place right now. And it was, it it just felt so exposed. And I was like, Oh God, we're like really talking about our life. (laughs) Like this is, Something private that we didn't really, you know, want to, you know, to really expose to the fullest. You know, we tell people and, you know, what's going on with us and, you know, about Bailey and everything. But this, like, kind of uncovers to a whole (laughs) world of, you know, what really happens in the Wiley House. So, you know, I, I really appreciate all of the love and the support from everyone that has, you know, really just said that it's helped them and done so much. Like you guys really have made this uh made a it dream come true. Right. It's it, it's worth doing. And you know, people are we we have a class that said that millions of podcasts are started uh daily, but mm-hmm. you know, we don't want to just give you any type of content. We really just want to be able to help and, you know, give somebody some encouragement so that you can know that you're not alone in this journey. And right. you've got you have advocates everywhere. And 
we want to be your advocates. Yeah. So, you know, thank you. Thank you yes. so much. And next season, we come, we're coming back. So yeah, next we'll season, be back. <laughs> have your questions ready. Have your thoughts together. Please, and, please. And follow us on Instagram, Grieving Normal Podcast. Yes. Submit your thoughts and your questions, your reviews. Please review the shows on whatever streaming site you're listening to. Because we want to hear from you guys. We do. And that's the end of this part of that. Because we're going to be continue talking forever if we, if we stay <laughs> on this subject. Right. But So this episode, like he said, is about self and taking care of yourself. And really, honestly, acknowledging your own shortcomings so mm. that you can improve and respond better in the situations and the circumstances that you're in. And so, um, to me, this episode came about because we both realized how much work we needed to do on ourselves raising Bailey. So, Bailey just recently got diagnosed. She's had differences. We could see the differences and issues for probably about a year and a half now. Mm -hmm. So for that year and a half, we're thinking, okay, she's she should respond how a normal child right. should respond. Right. She should know and should be acting like this, 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 and this. And mm-hmm. then when it wasn't happening, we would be so frustrated. We would get angry and mm-hmm. not even angry in the way of lashing out, but just be upset. Like, what is going on? Right. Like, this makes no sense. Why is this not happening? Why are things happening this way? What is going on? And I really had to sit down and check myself. I'm like, why am I getting this upset? Mm-hmm. The girl is waking up in the middle of the night. Okay. She's clearly not doing it on purpose. So why am I so upset? Right. Or Bailey is not, you know, she's not responding when we call her name. Why am I so mad about that? Right. Why am I so frustrated? And it was just like, okay, there's something in me that I need to work on. Mm-hmm. My patience, my patience level, my tolerance, my, you know, whatever it is, I it's something in me that I need to work on. And so... I, you know, if anyone's like me and, you know, I like to be as honest as I can, if you're like me and you find yourself in those really upset moments, I just really suggest and really implore you guys to just really do some self introspection and really start acknowledging your own, you know, your own flaws and upsets because the children are the children, Mm -hmm. whether or not they have autism or not. Right. Children do children things. They do childish things. It's probably the more proper way to say that. But um, they're going to do things. That's going to frustrate us. It's going to upset us. And I remember Greg and I, before we even had Bailey, we were like, we don't want to whoop her. Mm-hmm. We don't want to sit and yell at her. We, we want to try to do it better. I am the... Not so gentle parent. You know, I want to be a gentle parent, but I don't have that much patience. So we like not so gentle parents. So we're right. We're right on the cusp of gentle parenting. Meanwhile, I'm the gentle and patient. uh, But you get frustrated too, though. Well, that's why. Well, I was going to get to that. I was going to say, don't throw me under the bus, Greg. Don't throw me under. Y'all, you threw me rolled over. For me, I I am the person that. If my favorite um, 
artist or something is at a concert. I will, if they said that they're going up last, I'm going to wait until the end of the show and go. And if they late, I will endure. Like, I Greg will that. sit through a bad movie because yeah. he's already invested. I, I say that every time and it drives <laughs> and me And I be crazy. like, two minutes in, like, I know if it's worth it or okay, not. Okay, Greg. Is, are you still watching this? I'm like, I'm too lost. I'm lost in and out. I'm already in it. I'm invested. I got to see this through to the yeah. end. <laughs> And that's me. I am just the most patient when it comes to stuff like that. But learn, really learning this and being a father in this has shown me that that don't show up all the time. And <laughs> especially when you're being tried by your child. Like, yeah. my patience, oh, God, it goes out the window. And I really have to look at myself and be like, okay, dude, you are getting too upset about this. You are too elevated. You need to check yourself on this dude and like bring yourself down. This is still your child. And like, just get, as my mother would say, pull it together, bring bring it together (laughs) because you too far off. You go now. You need to bring it in. Off the deep end. Mm -hmm. But yeah, and, and it's just like, I could feel, it's times I could feel myself boiling and I'm like, this is not healthy. Right. <laughs> this is not conducive. This is not productive. And just um, yesterday, um, I had a frustrating evening with Bailey and I found myself taking it out on Greg because I was like, you know what? <laughs> Bailey's not having it with me. She's on 10. She doesn't want to listen. I'm done. I, you know, it was bedtime. Bailey's not going to bed, and so what we do because her room is a safe, is safe. Is nothing in there can harm her because we made it that way. We just leave her in her room to play until she passes out in bed. And when I say pass out, there have been times we would go in there. She's got a play teacup gripped gripped in her fingers, and she sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, oh god, don't embarrass your child. No, because no, she go get this work. I look <laughs> as I look on our camera right now. Our daughter has her water vest on. She had her water vest on. Under, her swim vest. Her swim vest was what? on under the cover. When was this? I'm looking oh, at the camera. Oh, she has it on now. Oh, no, she 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 just got up like a few minutes ago <laughs> and took it off. I forgot to say. I'm glad this moment came up right now. Real life but people. She, real, real life. life real life. We're in real time. Our daughter currently has this swim vest in her bed right now because oh. she took it and she put it on and got under the cover. Oh my God. So, oh, yes. Goodness gracious. So that's what we mean by letting her play till she yes. passes out. Prime example. <laughs> so, some nights we have to do that. And so, I was last night, I was like, you know what? I'm exhausted. It's been a long day. I've had my share of mom guilt today. Uh, it's been a long week. We're moving. All of this stuff. It's just stuff. Mm-hmm. We got appointments after appointments coming up. I'm work, done. Church. <laughs> yes, work, church, everything. I am done. And so I just leave the room. Greg comes home maybe like 15 minutes later. And I am just poking at him, picking at him. Just like, well, why you didn't do that? What's going on with that? Oh, you doing it? You know, like, and Greg is just looking at me. And he's like, okay. Like, I can tell that he's trying to ignore it. <laughs> Trying his best to ignore it. Oh, so you understand? <laughs> He's trying his best to ignore. And so, right before 
you know, the end of the night. He's like, he's looking at me like, are you going to apologize? <laughs> <laughs> and I say, you know what? I have to apologize because I realize I'm taking it out on you. And moral of that story is it's easy to transfer that frustration that you have in a moment and put that on the person closest to you. You may not have a husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever partner, but you may have a friend, you may have a, you know, your mom, your dad, so whoever you're close to, and you may be taking it out on them because you're frustrated and you, and I was like, you really just have to be honest with yourself and be like, it's not them. Mm -hmm. This is, this is a me thing. How do I how do I manage this? How do I manage my frustration, manage my my irritability, manage these hard moments? And for me, I just have to just step out, take a break, clear my mind, and come back. Or like I said, let Bailey pass out in the bed. Right. You know, or you know, if I know Greg wants to spend some time together, I'm like, okay, give me a minute. I need I need a few minutes to just kind of chill out. Or when Greg gets home, he might go watch TV in another room. I watch in my room, and then maybe an hour later, okay, we come to watch TV together or we go to bed. That way, we we know that we have to take our mental breaks. Some mm-hmm. some days we just gotta take mental breaks. I don't have nothing for you today. And what I have for you is this smoke, and you don't want this smoke. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. take, you know. Take my frustrations and pack them up, put them in the other room, and move on. Yeah, because we both know that <laughs> you can't leave both of us in the same room and be. Yeah, but you don't want to take it out on right. your partner. That's right. the biggest thing. You don't want to take it out on the person who's your support system because it's not them. It's really not them. It's the situation. And I feel like autism or not, mm-hmm. parents have frustrating moments, have frustrating times with their children. And it's easy, easy target to go at each other. And I feel like also too, thank God for the maturity and the growth to understand. I understood. And I was like, you know what? I feel like you're picking at me right now. <laughs> I said, I was like, I feel like you're picking at me right now. So I'm going to ask you to stop because right. we don't need to be picking at each other. And we're just going to be going back and forth like this. And right. ain't nothing good going to come from it because we just going to get madder and madder. Right. So thank God for the maturity. Please, partners, understand and have that maturity and grace to know, okay, this has been a long day for your partners. Right. They've been dealing with, you know, having to take care of your the child for the duration of that day. So understand that, see that, and pick up on those signs. No, you're not a mind reader, but you can feel when something yeah, is off. You know your partner. You can feel when, and I felt it. I was like. I normally Janice picks with me and picks at me and we'll play with each other. Yeah, because it's more like a joking. This yeah. I was just kind of like bullying him. I'm gonna be but honest, she, I was bullying him and I was like, that was wrong. I was so wrong for that. Uh, and so I did not have a, a problem apologizing. And normally it would bother me and I would get upset and then it just uh, turned into something completely different and we'd be mad at each other and have an attitude. But I just recognized it in that moment. It was like, okay, you know what? We are picking, right? 
Right. So let's stop. Let's take a moment and let's just yeah. think through this because this ain't gonna be no good. So because yeah. honestly, sometimes dealing with doctors, insurance, social security, teachers, schools, mm-hmm. IEP specialists, all of that can be more frustrating than your own child. Right. Right. Honestly. All of that kind of stuff, that brain work, that mental load work. And for women, a lot of times we take on the majority of the mental load because we are just wired for that. I'm going to say wired because I haven't met too many men who are wired in that way. But um, if you are, don't take offense, please. But um, we take on that mental load. And so... It's the unseen work. So, okay. So, for example, Greg does most of the appointments because of my job. I don't really have a lot of flexibility. But the mental load is setting up the appointments, Mm -hmm. having the insurance, making sure that's together, organizing all the paperwork, writing down exactly what (laughs) needs to be (laughs) talked about at the appointment, Making sure you get out on time, making sure she's dressed appropriately for whatever appointment that is. So if it's a appointment where she's more physical, making sure that the pants are comfortable, things like that. You know, just the little nuanced things. Okay, making sure that they have the snacks packed, enough diapers, things like that. Now, Greg has gotten to the point that he's able to, okay, well, let me make sure the bag is packed, things like mm. that. He's gotten better at that. But it's the because I used to be like I'm just here so I don't get fired exactly, <laughs> and so that invisible uh, work a lot of time is very exhausting because it's like not only are you t- not only am I doing all this for the appointment, it's probably three other appointments coming up, right? Three other right. people I need to call, three other follow ups, ten other things, and it's like on top of that, I still need to read about this uh different herbal supplement i need to read Mm -hmm. about these different ways to cut the foods and make foods colorful that might attract my autistic child to eat more food you know or i need to remember what she ate three weeks ago because she Mm -hmm. might like that again because she stopped eating it this week but she might want it this week and so things like that it's like a lot of times that stuff can be more frustrating and tiresome than your own child. Because a lot of times our children are predictable. Right. Because we kind of do the same thing every day. And when we don't do the same thing, she kind of understands that, okay, we're changing it up. But I'm going to roll with the punches. And so that's when you just have to, like I said, take that step back. Don't make that other phone call. If you're already on 10, mm-hmm. you've been frustrated, you're not getting the answers you need, just don't make that phone call today. If the dishes don't get done that night, if the toys don't get put away, if you don't pick out their clothes to the next morning, if you need to make their lunch tonight versus in the morning because it makes your morning go more peaceful and smoother, if you need to do things at night, whatever you need to do to adjust, do it. If, you know, if they go to bed... And like our daughter has her swim vest on, just go in there later and take it off. Let her sleep for a, co- let her sleep exact, for a little minute. That's exactly what I'm going to get ready to do in a few minutes. <laughs> but let her, let her just be, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect. And I know we live in a world of social media. Everyone's living room is so clean and they have their kids and they're playing so organized. Everything is just spotless. But that's not real life. Because my living right. room, it don't matter how many times you clean up in a day. And we clean it up 
thoroughly. Let me tell you, <laughs> Bailey has a room. She has a play tent, but all of her toys find their way to my living room. Right. So it doesn't matter, you know, how much we do it. It's going to look like that. But I had decided, you know what? It some days them toys are just gonna sit there just, because just, why do I have why do I have to have this perfection and I'm already at my wits end. I just I really be like I'm not about to die on this hill <laughs> trying to make sure that everything is a one spotless because and and that's not to say that we nasty nothing because we're not right but I'm not going to push for that every single day. Knowing that it's just going to be super overwhelming to try to keep up and yeah, maintain yes. that that sense of, oh, God. And I have to deal with, you know, trying to make sure she's good. It, it just don't work you, out right. Poor Greg. He mopped the whole house. Bailey had come home, house. had ketchup on the floor, oh, got God. fruit juice, she had dropped her water. And that's the thing she does too. So I always tell people, it's like, you're already like, you know, things will be just right at that tipping point. And then they do something ridiculous. Like Bailey likes to leave cups turned over on its side. Mm-hmm. So the water is spilling out. Cause we, we're a mainly water house. Just, we were already like that. Cause we don't drink a lot of pop or anything like that. And we just try to keep this juice out because, you know, that's wasted calories to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, we just naturally don't have a lot of fruit juice and stuff like that. So most of our stuff is water. But it turned out being beneficial because Bailey doesn't need all that sugar. Oh, pro tip. Audi. And I'm, I'm here for a sponsorship if you guys want to put me on. Come on the sponsors, Audi. Audi, all of their products are free of their, their name brand, their own products are free of red dye number 40. So we get her the little um, juice Party. packets, yeah. like the individual, like kind of like Crystal Light, but it's, but it's juice packets. Sponsored and it's too Crystal Light. Right. But, and <laughs> it's sugar free. And we put that in her drink and sugar free and red dye number 40 free. Please look up red dye number 40, the effects of that. It's a yes. big thing going on. But um, we put that in her water and that's her juice. Uh, pro tip I'm telling you she thinks she's getting juice every day mm-hmm. I don't know it, that ain't what's happening but in her mind she's getting juice right, right, <laughs> so right. you know cause we don't want her to feel like she's missing out but we do not subscribe to the sugary sugar 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 not at all cause she's already on 10 why we need to it's put her enough, on 50 it's enough with her by herself and her own endurance and Sugar she got going on. We don't need nothing else. Nothing else. And that's the thing too. Start cutting out things that aren't beneficial. Bailey does not get sugar on a regular daily basis. Her sugar Mm -hmm. comes from fruit. And I'm not about to sit here and act like she sits here and eats a square meal every day. Chicken nuggets, hot dogs are her thing. Pizza. Right. You know, that's her jam. And so, but... We keep things out. We don't give her cupcakes. We don't give her snack mm-hmm. cakes. You know, if she is, because I like sour punch. My baby's a sour kid too. I give her a piece of a sour punch. You know, just because she can have some <laughs> every now and again. Greg thinks I'm crazy, but me and no, Maddie like sour stuff. Because I always think about if we in another room and then sitting out and our child got a whole solid shirt on in her mouth and you're like, well, how did you get that, first of all? <laughs> and why are you sneaking this? 
Yeah, so she loves Sour Punch, and we have to hide them because she will definitely sneak mm-hmm. the four or five straws if you let her. But we realize sugar is inducing the mm-hmm. behavior that's causing me stress. High well, stimulation shows are inducing the stuff that's causing me stress. Remember when we first found out they was giving her sugar at school? Oh, my God. So oh, she was at a daycare. They was feeding these kids. Every sugary sweet. I promise you, they probably had a ho-ho hostess, everything. Mm, mm, and mm. I was like, what in the world? Like, and Bailey would come home. Why? Mania. And it would take the entire weekend to get her to calm mm-hmm. down. And we're like, what happened? What's going on? And then we found out that's what was happening. We were like, uh-uh. Gotta go. Gotta go. Like, you know, like, this is not working out. Because mm-hmm. why are you giving kids that? But I digress. I digress. But anyway, mm-hmm. just things like that. Try starting eliminating things that add to the stress of household. Mm-hmm. I've learned to turn the lights off by a certain time because her bedtime's a certain time, usually about an hour, hour and a half before she goes to bed. Lights are going off. The aquarium is coming on. So also another pro tip, if your kid likes um, sea animals on YouTube, Type in aquarium, and there's a bunch of live feeds of actual like fish and turtles, all that stuff underwater. For like and they four play hours. for like four hours, and they play all calming music. Mm-hmm. I do that. I do a bath. We, you know, we're taking our vitamins, all of that stuff, just so. I can start calming down. And that calms mm-hmm. me down too because it's like you're in the environment. It calms, calms you down. But whatever you got to do to take some of that stimulation out of the environment, that gives you peace too because now the kid is not running around with like a chicken with their head cut off. Shoot, like so most times when I need to get Bailey to go to sleep, I have to fall asleep with her. <laughs> this time <laughs> when Janice have to come get me yeah. out of her room. Because we them both fell asleep in there, but that it literally sometimes it takes for me to have yeah. to go to sleep in there with her for her to go to sleep. So, you know, dads, if you have to do that, sometimes, hey, it helps for the both of us. I tell her, I tell you this all the time. It's so like, funny. Just come and get me because I'm going to sleep. In That's there so in funny because I was just about to say there have been times where I haven't come get you. You wake right. up like, you why me, you didn't man? come get me? Right. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, like, I was having my quiet time. I'm like, dude, you come and get me. You see, I'm I mean, this I'm like, I was having my moment of peace. But yes, whatever you have to do to get to steal away those times, I highly recommend therapy. Honestly, I am on my way to getting back in therapy. You know, we uh, we were in therapy before and we took a break and I'm like, okay, I probably need to get back in because there's some mm-hmm. things I want to work through and process and, you know, really deal with so that I can be the best parent that I can be, that I can be the best support system and also the best wife that I can be because this is not only happening to me, it's happening to Greg as well. And right. so I don't want to put in, him in a situation where he's constantly supporting me and I have no support for him. Right. And so I highly make, recommend therapy. If you have Apple Fitness, they have a mindfulness uh, mindfulness um, uh, wind down that you can do. If you're not on Netflix, they have a calming, I think it's called... Um, where's your mind or something like that and they do like this 
nighttime routine to get you to go to sleep. It's a million apps. Whatever you need to do to bring peace to yourself and serenity to yourself, do that. Mm-hmm. I highly, I highly recommend it because if you are not well, you cannot take care of your child. And I say this to Greg all the time, like just health wise, you got to take care of yourself so that you can take care of us. Right. And that's just physically, mentally, totality. If you do not take care of yourself, you're going to gas out. And then who's going to help your child? Who's right. going to be there for your child? So take care of yourself. They always say on a plane, put your mask on first before any, helping anybody mm-hmm. else. We have a bad habit of saving the world and sacrificing ourselves. It's not selfish to have self-care. And right. self-care is more than getting your hair done, getting your nails done, getting your hair cut, hanging out. Self-care is really doing the work of inner they're doing the inner work and the work of the mind, the work of the heart, the work of the, you know, just that work. And then, you know, being believers in Jesus Christ, we church is an outlet for me as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so Therapy and Jesus, I recommend 10 out of 10, you know, right. so it's like not just not just having the religious form, but also doing the inner work and letting those work together so that I can be the best parent as possible. Right. And you'll definitely be able to enjoy the experiences that you'll have with your children yes. once you do that inner work and with your spouse, man, like I, I, I cannot stress enough how much doing the inner work has helped me with being a husband and a father. I, I can't, I give full credit to doing the inner work because you discover so much about yourself that it makes it so much easier during the parenting. Yeah, and autism or not, that's aut- the key. right? Autism, autism or, or not, not, it does so much more if you do that self-work you have to in order to be able to maintain and be you know actually live don't just exist in it yeah just living and being living it to the fullest so that you know your whole family can get the best version of you they deserve it i i love to say the saying. i forgot where i heard it from but i love to say the saying: give your wife the life that you want for your daughter that's Absolutely. the that's the saying that I Period. will forever stand on. <laughs> Give your wife the life that you want for your daughter. That's true. And, and then what you were saying about living the moment, mm-hmm. that's what you got to do with your child. Right. We have learned to just live in the moment. We are not expecting, we are not living for the next thing because mm-hmm. Things rapidly change, especially with our daughter. We have learned to just enjoy whatever we're doing, whatever we, wherever we're at. We're going to live in this moment because we don't know what's coming next. Right, we have never right. experienced autism. We have never been parents. Mm-hmm. We've never been married before. So we're going to live in this moment, enjoy this moment, and relish in it because as they say, the days are long, but the years are short. Yeah. And it's facts because we look back at some pictures of Bailey like, dang, she was just oh she was just God. a baby. She and now is. she's about to turn four. She's literally turning four that very soon. Flies, and so it's like the days are long, but the years are short. So mm-hmm. live in the moment. Don't keep worrying about 
what's next. Don't keep pressuring yourself to be this excellent version of, you know, like don't social media has drowned us a lot. Like yeah. people love to post their autism posts about this is what I do with my child. I mm-hmm. do these things. You need to get this for your house. Let's stop pressuring each other. Let's yeah. stop pressuring ourselves. Do what works. Do what you can. And that's good enough. Yeah. Long as you're loving your child, long as you are, you have well, good intentions, and you are giving them the best that you have. Keep going with that because only you can love your child the way that they need to be loved because you're their parent. Mm-hmm. They came from you. You gave birth to them, and if you are supporting parents of autism, give them that break. I'm gonna be honest. Give them a break. Mm-hmm. Take them kids away. <laughs> Take them somewhere or come to the house. Let the parent go somewhere. But parents, we got this. We are in this together. Yeah. And even though this is our last episode for this season, I want y'all to end the year and uh, really just know that you got this and you can do this. So we thank y'all for being with us on this journey in season one. All right. Season one. Season one. Now it's a wrap. We will see you all next season. See ya. Thank you so much for joining us on this journey in parenting. If no one has told you, you're doing an amazing job. Keep pushing and take care of yourself. This is Grieving Normal with Greg and Janice.